Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode at Second Thoughts Pod. I'm Paula. I'm Pia. And this is Second Thoughts Podcast. I completely forgot to say that. Way to end the last one with a bang. (laughs) Great job. Good job. Sorry, guys. Anyways, this is our last episode of the season, guys. Um, 2021. Over. It's crazy. The season is over. The year is coming to an end, too. And we're honestly pretty excited to take a break and spend some time with the fam and spend the holidays together. Yeah, we have so many things going on right now. We have our white elephant party with our friends. We just had our annual Cedar Point family Christmas party. Mm -hmm. That is always a really big thing. And honestly, we spent a lot of time with our friends and family this weekend, which was always good. But I'm so tired. Mm -hmm. Like Social batteries drained. So tired. And it's been a long time since we've been together with our girlfriends and even our friends like alfonso and our friend john and had a chill night and so after the christmas party this past saturday we ended up coming back to our house and how long were we up till till like 4 a.m yeah <laughs> playing mafia yeah we were just playing a bunch of song association so, song association <laughs> yeah we were playing like card games just kind of like hanging out in the living room yeah it was nice it makes me excited to be back for the holidays, mm-hmm. especially because up until now, I haven't felt in the Christmas spirit. And maybe it's because we finally put our tree up. We had the cutest tree, guys. It's literally five foot tall. When we stand, <laughs> it's our height. Mm-hmm. But it's cute. It's the perfect size for our apartment. Yeah. I think. Anything bigger would be too much. Mm-hmm. But it's cute. it's so cute. We have it on right now. The lights are on. Yeah. We have some gifts under the tree, too, already. Yeah. I almost didn't want to put anything up because we'd have to take it down. Yeah, but I told Paula, I'm like, Paula, it's our first Christmas living together. I think we should at least have a tree or something. Yeah, it did. It did bring the Christmas spirit Mm -hmm. back into life. Yeah. At least for me. Mm -hmm. Have you felt in the Christmas mood at all? Only literally. I really think it's just the tree just recently and just the Christmas party. But before that, probably before this weekend, not really. No. I'm still stressed. I have to get so many gifts still. Are you done? Um, I don't have a gift for mom and dad yet. What did you get? Well, I guess I can't ask. For Tito Wancho and Tito Manette. <laughs> oh, I guess them too. Okay. So you're yeah. not done. Okay. <laughs> I think we're in the same boat. I don't know why. It's so hard to get gifts for parents. Yeah, I like to give parents more of like a conjoined gift you know makes it easier yeah but i don't know i have no idea yet so yeah i have to think anyways other life updates what else is going on we, we mentioned we have a white elephant coming sophia's really hyping up her white elephant gift i would want my gift too by the time this is up our friends who listen to the podcast julie nikki hi mike hi um greg greg maybe hi. yeah <laughs> <laughs> would um have already gotten the gift already so my white elephant gift since all of our friends live in Philly, I got two Philly-inspired mugs. Did I even show it to you? No. Oh, they're so, so Well, cute. I don't want to see it because, I mean, yeah, you already you. told yours because what if I end up getting it? I don't know. Well, I don't know. Just don't pick mine. Um, but they're two Philly-inspired mugs, and then I got hot cocoa balls and hot cocoa mix. And, um, yeah, they're really cute. I love mugs i love themed mugs too especially because we're all from philly so it makes sense we're all eagles fans it's just cute Mm -hmm. i i would get that gift yeah 
I wanted it for myself. I was ready to buy two of everything just so I had it too. Yeah, I still want to go to that store with all those so little cute. trinkets. I stuff. love going to stores like that, like boutique stores that sell local goods because it gives you like inspiration on things to get. Things that you normally wouldn't get at like department stores like Macy's or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Other life updates. Nothing. Nothing. Guys, there's really nothing else going on. Christmas is literally here and Sophie and I are just trying to finish shopping mm-hmm. as much as possible. Yeah. Because we don't have time. By the time we get home next, we're going to go away for, I don't know, my dad wants to do something for the holidays. So we're trying to prepare. It's always a busy time of the year, but powering through, mm-hmm. trying to end 2021 with a bang. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, moving to today's episode and our last episode for 2021 is our advice column. So this is the fourth advice column we've done this year. And we try to do this at least a month or every few episodes. So if you guys need any advice, make sure you guys email us at secondthoughtspod at gmail.com with a subject advice column. Or you can actually give us a call too. We do this for thought of the day as well um, at 609-808-2185. And I'm pretty sure like four episodes ago, we said the wrong number again. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, guys, you've been very confused with the change of numbers. But yeah. Um, yeah. New number 609-808-2185. Mm-hmm. That being said, the advice column is pretty open-ended. You can ask us anything you want advice on, whether it's dating, career, family, friends, you name it. We try to give our solicited advice, but always remember, take everything with a grain of salt. Obviously, we only know as much as you tell us. So sometimes we like to make up scenarios in our head. (laughs) Yeah. So let's just dive in. The first advice column question is... Hey, ladies, just wanted to first say that I'm a big fan of the pod. You guys are hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing every time you guys messed up the intro, but glad you guys got the hang of it in the end. (laughs) Did we? (laughs) It's the little things that make me feel like I'm listening to my own BFFs. Anyways, I'd love some advice on how to handle overbearing in-laws. I know you both aren't married, but you are both in relationships. I've been with my boyfriend for five years now, and I think we're going to take that next step soon in our relationship and hopefully come out engaged in 2022. Our relationship is great, and we are honestly so, so good together. The only problem and one of my biggest reservations about our relationship is his mom. His mom does not like me at all, and I think it's because he's her only child and I'm the only serious girlfriend he's brought home. His mom is nice enough, but she's definitely territorial about her son and passive aggressive. She will say backhanded comments here and there. For instance, whenever we miss out on his family plans because of conflict, she'll say something like, oh, you're too busy for me now? You've got a new family. I just feel like she's making it my fault that he has a life outside of his mother. With the holidays coming up, I know she's going to say something about us missing Christmas Day because we're spending it with my family, even though we're spending Christmas Eve and New Year's with his family. What would you guys do if you were in my situation? My boyfriend is really kind and reassures me that it's all fine and to ignore his mom, but that's easy for him to say since she's not attacking him. Help. Mm. Loaded question there. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I'll, I'll give it to you first. Well, honestly, I wouldn't know how to deal with situations like that because I am very passive as a person in general and I hate confrontation and conflict. So I try Mm. to avoid it as much as possible. I mean, obviously, it's a tricky situation because it's the mother of your future husband. So you never want to burn a bridge or create 
a situation where you guys are constantly going head to head with one another. To me, it sounds like she's the one who has the problem and you are the one who's doing your best. And so I I guess I would go about this two different ways, right? You can address the situation and talk to her about it and see what the heck her problem is and at least have that open communication with her that you acknowledge what she's saying to you and that you're not going to just sit there and take it because when you acknowledge someone's behavior, then they're like, okay, she sees me, you know, Mm -hmm. versus if you just let it happen, right? It leaves room for that person to constantly make those comments still, Mm -hmm. right? So if you address, hey, I don't like this and they still do it, that makes them a shitty person, right Mm -hmm. and it shows their true colors versus if you don't say something and they keep doing it well no one's gonna know Mm -hmm. right so why would they stop yeah so at least if you address the situation maybe they'll stop it or whatever and you guys can come up with a solution that works for both of you but to me honestly just sounds like she has like momzilla Mm -hmm. problems which is something that i don't necessarily know if you get over more than you just learn how to cope with it it's nice to see that your boyfriend is kind and reassures you and tells you to ignore it because at least from our perspective it sounds like you've told him right Mm -hmm. like you've addressed this with him he's been nothing but you know accepting and reassuring i mean there's not much he can do other than you know, to tell his mom to stop too. But I don't even know if you want him to do that. If I were in that situation, I wouldn't even know if I wanted the mom to know that I know either, unless it came from my mouth. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't want her to think, oh, you're talking through my son through me. You could just go to me. I don't know. Yeah. I watch too many Christmas movies where this exact situation happens. So I'm not sure. But I would say if you're feeling comfortable, say something or if you don't feel comfortable, ignore it and be the bigger person. Sometimes that pisses people off more. Mm-hmm. And you can just keep doing what you need to do. Yeah, she's going to keep saying passive aggressive comments. But at the end of the day, you, you just learn to brush it off. Yeah. I mean, also, you both are adults at the end of the day. But just because he's just because she's his mother doesn't give anybody an excuse to be a rude and shitty person i'm not Mm -hmm. saying this person might be rude and shitty maybe they're just kind of like saying these comments like not subconsciously and like not even thinking um but still you know some people need to be held accountable if they're acting like a bully to you so mm, i mean i wouldn't i would say when Paulo says like address it or like say something obviously don't like lash out and just yeah you know don't do that there's a way to address situations with without being disrespectful yeah so kind of finding a middle ground yes and you shouldn't feel bad for wanting to spend half the time with your family too because you and your partner are trying to grow as your own family right over time you're going to start making your own traditions you're going to make your own plans and you can't be at four places at the same time so you're going to have to choose and you guys have to do what's best for your family and yeah not everyone is going to be happy but that's life Mm -hmm. you know and as long as you and your partner are aligned and you guys are happy with what you guys have decided together then you shouldn't let a nagging mother-in-law tell you what you should and shouldn't do Mm -hmm. their opinions are not your reality exactly period Okay, number two. 
Hey, Paul and Pia. My name is Susie and I'm a big fan. I've been listening to you guys ever since your episode with JC and I've been obsessed. Good episode. You guys are killing it and I love how authentic you guys are. It's nice to also hear both of your different perspectives on certain topics because I always have myself thinking one way then rethinking because of what you guys have to say. I wanted to write this email because I need help. You guys have talked about shopping for gifts before and maybe you guys can talk about a few gift ideas that you might have. I'm also so bad at giving gifts and could use some inspiration right before the holidays. Much love. Well, I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to talk about our sponsor, Ana Luisa. And they have been an amazing brand to work with. They have such amazing jewelry pieces. I've been wearing them for years and I've worked with them in the past. And if you guys need a good holiday gift for your mom, your sister, even yourself, aunts, um, you guys can go to shop.analuisa.com slash second thoughts and you guys can actually get sales up to 25% off like amazing jewelry and get yourself some like cute necklaces and earrings. I actually have them on right now, but Same. I feel like that's a really good gift to give. Yeah. Anna Luisa are good stocking stuffers or even white elephant gifts. If you're doing something with your girlfriend, girlfriends, mm-hmm. um, They just have really nice staple pieces. And what's cool about them too is that they release new jewelry collections every Friday. So you might find something this week. You might find something next week. But there's always something new for you to browse at. Mm -hmm. And their prices start at $39. So it's not like you're breaking the bank or anything. It's super affordable and they're super cute. So if you guys are looking for any last minute gifts, check out shop.analuisa.com slash second thoughts. That's A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, Anna Luisa. What are some other gifts? I love mugs. Yeah, I don't know I was why. Say I love like comfort things like candles, blankets, mm-hmm. fuzzy Weighted socks. blankets at this mm-hmm. time of year. So weighted good. Blanket, a weighted blanket is a really good gift too. Um, I love experiences too. But this can get tricky depending on where people live. But Mm -hmm. I love giving massages or if your friends love, you know, spending a little money to get their nails done. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. If your friend loves getting waxed, European Wax Center, great deals. Yeah, that's a good one. I feel like also if you if your friend likes skincare stuff, there's just so many different skincare like kits and gift sets that's in Sephora, Ulta, Target, just a bunch of different things that you can get from there they're super easy too and Mm -hmm. i'm sure everyone would appreciate a good skincare skincare set or just makeup sets as well um shopping at boutiques i swear so helpful like things like brewmates Mm -hmm. those are um hydroflasks yeah brewmates are things that keep alcoholic cans or even just regular beverages cold and they're so cute they're so versatile i love practical gifts that people will mm-hmm. use yeah. you know i hate gifting clothes mainly because i feel like it's hard because you, you have, have to, to know know their style and then figure out sizes and just yeah that's a bit stressful yeah so do yourself a favor so do yourself a favor we only have 12 more days till christmas oh my god 12 more days till mm-hmm. christmas um so buy something that they would use think through a practical lens i feel like that's the best way to christmas shop especially mm-hmm. last minute yeah because at least you put the thought and effort and you're trying to make their lives easier and ultimately that's the best gift you can give someone other than like time mm-hmm. or money yeah but giving them 
ease of use, I guess. Mm -hmm. Things that they could actually use on a daily basis. Journals Mm -hmm. are good gifts as well. Um, Amazon gift cards if they like reading. Yeah, and if if you just don't even know, gift cards are the way to go. But wrap them like really nice and cute. Wrap them in like six different boxes so that they have to open it. Yeah, or or, a weight in there. Or you can do like, you can do a gift card and then put it in like a basket Mm -hmm. with alcohol or something yeah i was gonna say gift sets are so cute mm-hmm. having multiple little things you know yeah. face mask self-care and, kit. yeah and they don't have to be expensive but it just looks like there's a lot you know yeah, yeah. some people like the act of opening mo- multiple gifts mm-hmm. versus opening just one yeah so yeah so yeah there's some little gift ideas for you hopefully you can find some inspiration for the holidays but we're moving on to the third question Hey, P and Paula, hope you guys are doing well and are excited for Christmas. I loved your episode about cuffing season. It got me really thinking about what I want in a future relationship and how I want to get one, LOL. I'm 23 and I've been single for two years now. Me and my college boyfriend broke up and honestly, it's been a breath of fresh air because we were so toxic and dependent on each other. But now, two years later, out of all of my friends, I'm the only one not really looking for a boyfriend. For a while, I was fine, but now I'm kind of insecure. My friends love to go on dates and meet guys, but I'm just so out of that phase in my life right now. The idea of hooking up with someone temporarily literally makes me gag, lol. <laughs> I don't even go out to bars enough, and I just don't think the guy I'm going to be with will be at ladder 15. I'm from Philly, by the way. Great Yay, bar. Philly gals. <laughs> Great bar. That being said, I can't help but feel like something's wrong with me. Am I going to be single for the rest of my life? How will I find a boyfriend now? Your girl is spiraling. I'd love your advice on getting back out there and any tips you guys would have for finding and maintaining healthy romantic relationships. First of all, I love Ladder 15. (laughs) Great bar. But I don't think you'll find a husband there either. Mm -hmm. I personally think, I don't know. I feel like when you're not looking for it, they'll find you. They'll find you. And I think we talked about this in a previous episode about how when you're not looking and when, when you're not like, trying to be a certain type of way to attract a man and you're just kind of like being your most authentic self and someone comes into your life and sees that and falls in love with that i feel like that's the best way to find someone that that's truly for you yeah because you're attracting the energy that you give Mm -hmm. right yeah i guess my other advice as well for this would be to also open that door right i mean if you're not looking at all it's hard it's probably easy to miss right like i don't know you know those like looks that you like see people like interest the guy that you want needs the opportunity to say something to you if that makes Mm -hmm. sense right so if you're so closed off and you know or for example let's say you're at a coffee shop or something and you're just minding your own business and there's a cute guy there but you don't look up from your phone at all. I don't know if that guy's ever going to say anything to you, mm-hmm. especially if you don't pay them any mind, right? So I, I don't know. Just open yourself up to situations like that. I mean, I don't know if you'll find them at a coffee shop either, but maybe change your mindset too. Because if if you're, again, it's all about that idea of you're bringing in what you attract. And if you're trying to manifest a future with someone as well without having to, try so hard i guess it's a fine line they will come Mm -hmm. in my opinion yeah i feel like this one is a bit tricky because i mean everyone finds their person in different ways in in completely different 
places and it's just like hard to really judge how you're going to find your person but as paula was saying keeping your heart open your heart on your sleeve you know not kind of just like any guy that tries to talk to you you just kind of like brush them off and like don't even give them the time time of day because at the end of the day that's how relationships work right you have to learn to get to know this person you have to it's just surface level in the beginning but Mm -hmm. you learn to love someone because you learn more about them um so yeah i mean it's not like you need to forcefully be desperate and look around everywhere for it but keep your mind and your heart open to any possibilities yeah you know yeah but also don't settle don't settle for just anybody so what we're trying to say is there a unicorn will come basically (laughs) honestly i think about it now and obviously i met my partner in college but if i was single right now i don't know how i would meet someone because i'm not someone who likes dating apps either i want to meet someone authentically Mm -hmm. but i don't even go out that much yeah it's hard especially in the way that we are just very consumed in social media and just like everyone's just sliding into dms just not even thinking you know like no substance behind any message that is sent just based on like physical attraction um and then when you do go out people are kind of social distance like you know it is it's a hard time yeah yeah and also don't force yourself to find someone if you don't want one right now or if you aren't ready because you should want someone in your own time Mm -hmm. and just because everyone else is in relationships doesn't mean you have to be if you're content being happy and independent more power to you because i am a firm believer that especially as a female we find ourselves and our identity when we are alone Mm -hmm. when we aren't attached to any person when we aren't dependent on anyone and the only person that we can count on is ourselves. exactly and there should be some strength and power and recognition into that phase of our lives when we are our thriving singles and you could obviously thrive when you're in a relationship too but independence really sets the tone for who you are and your identity Mm mm-hmm All right, number four. Hey girlies, I've been meaning to write this email. I'm so glad I saw your Instagram story that you guys are filming this episode. I hope you get to read mine because I'm slowly running out of options and I'm not sure what to do. I was best friends with this girl in high school. Her name was Alyssa. We mostly lost touch during college, but a few years later when we were both 25, 26, Alyssa asked me to be her maid of honor. I was surprised, but we didn't end on bad terms or anything, just drifted apart. And I didn't want to hurt her feelings by saying no big mistake we spent a lot of time together preparing for her wedding and i've come to realize that we're just two very different people now i didn't realize how different we were until we started spending more time together because i was trying to appease her and make things go smoothly for her i found myself biting my tongue in a lot of situations and thought it was better to say nothing at all the wedding was fine but truthfully it's exhausting being her friend and i have other stronger better friendships than her She's really demanding and I don't know how to be myself around her without hurting her feelings. I don't know how to proceed with this friendship. I know she still considers me her best friend, but at this point, I know she's not mine. Do I let her keep thinking that she's my best friend and I'm hers, or do I just leave it be? We're fine now, but I just don't like the idea of being dishonest. I'm getting married next year and she's not going to be my maid of honor, or even in my bridal party because I have stronger friendships and I think deserve that honor. What do you guys think? I feel like a jerk, but it's the truth. I think she sees a relationship one way, whereas I think the other. Hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's tough. That's a tough one. Wow, I'm actually really stumped. Because you don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I feel like 
you can't it, i mean it's like a relationship too right if one person is if the relationship is one-sided is it even really a relationship oh i don't even know how you would even proceed with that i think just it's slowly just, drift away i think <laughs> it's just tough because you're her maid of honor right mm-hmm. so she must think highly of you or she has no friends i don't know i i, I can't tell uh, again we only have this yeah single email maybe to the make other our friends, judgment maybe the other friends um think the same way so that's why she has no other people <laughs> well one don't make decisions like that just because you feel sorry for someone obviously you don't want to hurt her feelings but your wedding and your bridal party are a big deal so you shouldn't put someone in your bridal party just because you feel sorry for them or you feel obligated that they have to be in there because they put you in yours um so that's one um in terms of the actual friendship thing this is where it gets a little bit tricky i think i would have to side with you though pia and i would just address it because it's all about communication right if their expectations are one way and you don't feel as if you can meet their expectations because i don't know you just don't care or you just don't want to put in that effort for someone who doesn't mean that much to you not only do you deserve to have those boundaries and those standards but they also deserve to know that as well Mm -hmm. right because if their expectations of you are this and you know that you're not going to meet that but yet they think that you're letting them down right Mm -hmm. and obviously you don't want to be like hey I know you think I'm your best friend, but I don't think you're mine and I don't want to be your <laughs> yeah. friend. Like I Yeah, don't I, be insensitive about it. I understand that you don't want to say that, but I also think you don't want to lead them on to believe something that isn't true. Mm-hmm. Right? And these conversations are hard. To 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 some people, they might not even know what they do is wrong. They might not even know that you guys think so differently. Maybe they will enjoy the difference between you two. I don't know. But have you talked to her about it? Mm -hmm. Those are the questions that I would ask. Yeah, I feel like also maybe because you're kind of just like biting your tongue in situations, you're just kind of letting it happen and just kind of like, or maybe because you're just, you just don't feel as close to her. So you're not kind of speaking up about certain things. Um, But I feel like that type of friendship is like you're just walking on eggshells and you're just kind of, I feel like, it just causes and you're not being authentic how can you be friends with someone if you are not your true self Mm -hmm. how can it be a healthy relationship if both parties aren't being honest right because the best friendships are the ones where you can i don't know i love to say this analogy but the ones where you can sit in silence and awkward silence together and it not be awkward Mm -hmm. right yeah not having to constantly entertain each other all the time you know feeling relaxed and feeling your I guess your most authentic self. Mm -hmm. And I feel like friendships are hard because people are always changing and everyone's on a different journey and different path. And I feel like, especially now, like growing up and becoming an adult in life and out Mm -hmm. of college, it's just, you know, it's obviously sad to see your friendships that you've had in high school and college kind of drift apart or you guys just become two different people but that doesn't mean you you know that you wish them any yeah ill intent or anything bad it's just that two people or people just end up growing apart and people just have different 
ways of thinking ways of living and just Mm -hmm. it it doesn't have to mean that there's any bad blood about it it's just people change yep exactly and i love that you said that because it's true right i feel as if we put so much pressure in us having to maintain all these past relationships but we don't have to sometimes your future friendships mean more you know people could be close to people in high school and then make better friends in college and that's okay Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean anything else other than what it is right you got closer to other people you feel more connected to other people especially as you grow and become your own person and start to formulate your own opinions you're going to meet like-minded people who you want to spend your time with yeah and that's that okay next question hey guys alex here and a proud listener of the podcast can't wait to see you guys continue to grow I'd love some advice about this because I feel like maybe you guys can relate or give some good insight. Basically, all through high school and college, I was always the fun, chill gal in the block, felt at ease talking to pretty much everyone, and made friends fairly quickly. After college, I got really sucked into work, and that was pretty much all I did. Eat, work, sleep, repeat. This past month, I went back home and was scrolling through social, and I suddenly realized that I don't really have a group of friends I can rely on. Just a whole bunch of friendly acquaintances. All my friend groups kind of carried on without me, probably because I would say no to plans or invites because of work. I don't hold it against them because life goes on, but now I just feel kind of empty. I don't really have good friends anymore or people that I can call mine. Back then, it was easy to start making new friends, but I find it hard to keep up with them and to deepen the friendship. I don't know what to do. I don't know what happened. I think I'm beginning to feel a bit of social anxiety as a result, which is probably making it worse. Any advice? I don't want to wake up one day and realize I have no one to call other than my sister and mom. Yeah, I feel like having a solid group of friends, or it doesn't even have to be like a bunch of them, even just like two or three is life-changing as an adult. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if you... I don't think she mentioned how old she was, but she's post-grad, right? And one of the most real things about our time now as adulting, adults, is the fact that we are never in environments where we can make friends anymore. Yeah. (laughs) And so I I feel you on that. I mean, on my side of it, right? I'm so thankful I have solid friendships in college that are nearby and at home, where I can always see them whenever I come home for the holidays. But if I'm being blunt, apart from my boyfriend's co-workers, I have not made any friends since, since college. We moved here. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Me too. Right. Well, yeah. <laughs> and it's hard. It, it's, it's hard because, I don't know, maybe, maybe it's just covid also happened right Mm -hmm. um we're in a pandemic and no one wants to meet anyone new uh, unless you're meeting through mutuals but yeah yeah i I feel like if we're qualified to give advice right now (laughs) yeah i feel like this is this is um i feel like a lot of people can relate to this because as you're getting older it does get harder to make friendships and strong friendships when everyone is just at an older age, people are more kind of like established. And like, for instance, for me, what I think of, that's why it's hard for me to make friends is that obviously friendships require deep connection and being able to really get to know someone. Mm -hmm. And it's just a lot of work to get to know someone who's like (laughs) 
23 to like 26 or something or just older in general because they've lived so much life and it was so much easier to make friends when you were in like high school college because you guys kind of have like more in common at the more time. in common you're in a, in a more controlled environment whereas everyone when you're kind of like our age and you're kind of like out in the adult life just kind of everyone's doing so many different things so many different schedules and just you're not in a very controlled environment the way you were back in high school back in college you mm-hmm. know so it, it's 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 hard but also i mean other people feel the same way as you if that makes you feel yeah. better yeah because <laughs> we feel that way yeah and that's something we we would like to know as well how to make <laughs> how to make more good friends i mean the reality of the situation that you've kind of presented to us is that you have a lot of acquaintances right and that's cool that's fine that doesn't mean they can't become great friends you know you can start the conversation again open that door for you guys to foster your relationship together Mm -hmm. right now sophia and i are complaining that we haven't made any new friends but i would say i got really close to some of my high school friends during the pandemic again i don't know if that was a controlled environment because we all had to be back in our hometown because of covid and then we were forced to hang out again but if that's an example of acquaintances turning into great friends, I don't know what is because now I think they're great friends of mine. Yeah. And so they I weren't mean, before. Yeah. I mean, you say you have a whole bunch of friendly acquaintances. Why not try to make that relationship deeper? I know making plans and stuff with people you don't really know is awkward, but I mean, those are the initial steps you take in growing a relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that one-on-one time is great for blossoming friendships because it really allows you to get to know someone on a deeper level and in an environment where they're comfortable because a lot of times when you're meeting new groups of people it's hard to connect with someone on a deeper level because of the environment you're in I guess at least for me like I can't I'm obviously not going to share with you like what makes me me other than my humor in a group of like 10 people right when you're spending one-on-one time with someone you get to have those conversations that sometimes aren't group friendly Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah obviously you don't have to tell them like your deepest dark secrets that's not really the only way to maintain like good friendships but it allows you to give them a glimpse of who you really are Mm -hmm. right i feel like sometimes we are our best selves or we are our most authentic selves when we're not put in environments where we kind of have to entertain entertain yeah mm-hmm. or or set up this persona i mean i don't know about you but sometimes the me that is at parties is a different me that's when i'm just at home. yeah for sure <laughs> so um it's not over for you it will never be over for you. you always have time to make new friends and find comfort in knowing that there are a ton of other people just like me and pia who mm-hmm. don't have any friends either <laughs> <laughs> It's just so, so apparent. <laughs> if we didn't have our friends from home, if Jordan didn't introduce us to our friends now, we would just have each other. Yeah. <laughs> if my college friends didn't live nearby, I'd be alone forever. Yeah. Anyways. So there's that for you. <laughs> and on to our last question. Hey guys, 2021 is almost over. 
I'd love to hear a little bit about your goals this year and if you've accomplished any of them. I'm writing my 2022 goals and I'd love some advice on how to accomplish or actually finish your goals. I'd also love to hear your goals and resolutions for 2022. I always write goals in the beginning of the year, but always forget to do them or keep up with them. These past two years have been so weird with COVID, and I'm really hoping that I go through with my resolutions. For instance, I'd really like to start my own side business on Etsy. It's something that I've put off for years now because of school and work, but I want to make it our priority. There's also the usual work out more goal in there, but that's so cliche. Let me know. XOXO, Brie. This is a great question because I feel like it's that perfect time of the year when we have to kind of like decide on what type of person we're going to be in 2022. Um, For me, I have a hard time also kind of like sticking to resolutions. It's pretty easy, obviously, in the beginning when everyone's kind of like all juiced up and ready to go for 2022. Um, But like once you hit like July, I don't even, I don't, I can't remember my goals anymore. And I wrote down my goals and I sent them to my friends. I'll be keep accountable. And I don't think I've completed half of them. (laughs) So maybe it's like writing your goals and then, like pinning it somewhere that you see visible every day, yes. I think is a good way to hold yourself accountable. Yeah, I think that makes sense too, especially because I guess it's just the nature of New Year's, right? You always want to be the best version of yourself. And I agree, routines allow for that kind of environment. I'm trying to think through some of my goals this year. And honestly, the only goals I feel like I've accomplished are the ones that have a number attached to them. And I don't know if that is a helpful tip at all, but I don't know. One of my goals was to travel to three new cities this year, and I did. Another goal of mine was to read 52 books this year, and I did. And the goals about going to the gym and eating healthier, non-existent. (laughs) And and maybe it's because I don't have a number attached to them. Yeah, maybe doing going to the gym twice a week. Yeah, maybe those numbers would help, right? I think that might be a path to success. Um, the thing about keeping them somewhere visible is also very helpful because I wrote them down in a notebook. I haven't opened that notebook since. Mm-hmm. So that didn't help me. I'm trying to think what my goals are for 2022 because this is a great question, especially as we close out the year. I haven't thought about these yet, but one thing that does come to mind for me as well is I want to see growth at work and I have a good measurable Um, solution to that or you know what's the word I have a good measurable outcome that I want to see to be able to say okay I checked off growing in my career Mm. and I want to be a manager with my own direct report and I'm going to manifest that for me I don't actually know if that's if this is a 2022 thing or if it's a 2023 thing but I want it to be a 2022 thing Mm mm-hmm And that's the best thing you can do. Just kind of like speak it into existence and you'll start slowly making actions every day towards your goals. Yeah. And something that I also wanted to point out too, and I want to say this because I feel like sometimes having goals can be low-key toxic or at least this time of year can be toxic too because it's like you're trying to set up these high standards for yourself. And again, high standards is fine. Like, It's not a bad thing and maybe toxic was the wrong word, but I'm a firm believer in the idea that there should be no shoulding, if that makes sense. Shoulding in the sense that you should start thinking and pivot your mindset to there's nothing that I should be doing. I'll do what's best for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's my type A personality where I have all these lists and I'm like, oh, these are all the things I should do. 
And that's how I set myself up for failure. But set goals as more of a nice to have rather than a need to have. Mm, and maybe that'll help you more because then it becomes less of a, okay, I definitely need to do this thing versus I want to be the best version of myself. I'm going to do this because that's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Not that's how I should feel, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, we hope that was helpful. Um, I love doing these advice yeah, columns. Yeah, me too. It gets me thinking about life too. Like the whole no friends thing, the fact that I need to make resolutions... Thank you guys, because now I feel as if I have more things on my to-do list. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Make new friends (laughs) and add that to my 2022 resolutions. Yeah, that's going to be on our resolutions. (laughs) Anyways, before we end today's episode, we did just want to mention again that if you guys are looking for any last minute gifts to shop at Ana Luisa, A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A, for any jewelry that you guys might need to get for your sister, your brother's girlfriend, your cousin, your friend, your nasty (laughs) mother-in-law. Maybe not because it's actually really nice jewelry. So I don't know if you want to give a nasty mother-in-law a really nice gift. Yeah. But we just wanted to thank Ana Luisa for being our first sponsor for Believing in the Pod because one, we love their stuff. And two, it just goes to show that as a podcast, Sophia and I are growing and that's really all that mm-hmm. we can do. Um, so if you guys want fair prices starting at $39 and sales up to 25% off, make sure to check out shop.analuisa.com slash second thoughts for new jewelry collections released every Friday. And that's that. That is the last episode of 2021. I can't believe we've been doing this for a year and a few months i know that's crazy three seasons down y'all yeah we will be back in february most likely Mm -hmm. december and january are busy years for us or busy months for us and i think that everyone should take time in january to reset and realign themselves for what's to come in the new year because if you set a good foundation for yourself It'll only set you up for success in 2022. Mm -hmm. And in January, guys, Ignited Apparel is dropping. So stay tuned for that. Boom. There it is. (laughs) Make sure that you're doing your best and looking your best, too. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, thank you guys so much for an amazing season. Um, As always, for next season, you guys can call us at 609-808-2185 to leave us a voicemail for a chance to get featured in future episodes in our thoughts of the days at the end of our episodes. Or you can email us at secondthoughtspod at gmail.com. But yeah, thank you guys so much and we will see you guys in 2022. Bye.